On this episode, I'm gonna break down the number one reason why you are constantly being unheard and unseen on social media. Stay tuned. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast, made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million-dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together, we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice, we'll merge our brick and mortar online, and build, systemize, and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, Andrea here. So grateful for you being here and listening, and also super grateful for so many people that have been dropping me messages just saying how much they love my podcast, how much it's inspiring them. It's really like it really drives me to keep doing this. So keep those things coming. It brightens my day and it makes me super excited to continue to record these episodes. And today's episode was inspired by a launch that just finished. I've spoken about Brandon Lacero and his 4X uh, video methodology on previous episodes. I'm also a mentorship coach in his million dollar mentorship level. And in that level, that's where we really dive deep into the students' marketing and messaging and creating their methodology, something that is going to be massively enhanced and focused on in the Maximize Practitioner Program. And the part that bothered me the most is the the doctors, the medical doctors, the functional doctors, the therapists, all those people that join the program are really no different than you. And they're all coming from the same constrained way of their education, of beliefs around how they should be showing up in the world. And therefore, their messaging is constantly getting stifled. And so I wanted to have a conversation today about why that is and why I know you are doing all of the things on social media and you are not getting the traction that you want to. I am seeing so many of you guys hustling. I am looking at the posts on social media. I am hearing about um, all of the work that you're putting out there and the struggle of showing up for your patients or clients and then shifting gears and doing social media or shifting gears and writing emails. And I so understand why you have fallen into this trap and you are not getting the results that you were anticipating. And there's a big reason why this is happening. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. I've been sitting in the silence for the past couple of weeks and really trying to listen to what it is that our community needs. And consistently, I'm seeing practitioners wanting to learn the steps, wanting to learn the tech, wanting to learn what to do. But there's so much about being heard, about people hearing what you're putting out there, raising their hand and wanting to work with you, that is not tactical. And it all started when we were in school. It all started when we were put into this 
that machine, for a lack of a better word, where there was a certain rhythm to this. These were the classes you needed to do. This was what you needed to um, learn and pass in order to meet your requirements upon graduation. We had to jump through all of these hoops. We had to go through all of this stress. We had to withstand all of this pain. And we were basically like whipped into shape as to what a stoic and responsible and upright, emotionless practitioner needs to look like. At least I can speak for naturopaths. I can't speak for all professions. And so when we graduate and we realize that we have to basically break ourselves down all over again to now become more humanized in order to attract people into our offices, it is a massive, painful shift to come to a realization to make. And it isn't your fault. We were, as we were in school, we were surrounded by like-minded people. We would speak things and everybody around us would just get it. So there was no need for us to learn how to market ourselves, how to use language that was going to attract our ideal patients or clients, let alone anybody who would want to work with us. Because we were just in this little practitioner bubble, like I like I like to say, where everyone around us was just like drinking the same Kool-Aid as us. It was super easy to have a conversation. Everyone was already bought in. And that was just how it was. Even in the last couple of years where, again, I'm speaking from a naturopath perspective, but I assume a lot of colleges are the same, where you now start practicing those skills. But you still weren't practicing those skills as a independent practitioner, you are still practicing the skills that you know your evaluators wanted you to do, that you know your supervisors wanted you to show. You still didn't have autonomy because you still had to jump through the hoops. You still had to pass your courses. You had to pass your rotations. You had to get all of your numbers. Like there was still this machinery about even engaging with patients or clients while we were in school. Again, we were in this practitioner bubble. And then, of course, what happens in school is um, they will bring in speakers who are highly successful because it wouldn't be appropriate to bring in speakers that are struggling or that are going to peel back the curtain as to what reality looks like on the other side of the, um, the doors from being inside of school and then bursting that practitioner bubble and entering into the real world. As a student, we were just completely immersed in our, um, you know, speakers were coming in, they were being successful. Companies were coming in and they were talking about their products and how this particular product made, you know, this so-and-so practitioner's business, you know, grow to X amount of dollars. Then we see our um, teachers and professors and we look at them as higher up than us and look at how successful they are and what their private practice is like and all of these things. So again, we're just being immersed in this like, again, practitioner bubble where everything looks safe, everything looks possible, everything looks real, everything looks amazing. And then that bubble bursts on the day that you graduate and you are now in the real world. And by this point in time, you are already burnt out you are done with learning. You are done with jumping through hoops. You feel like the worst is behind you. 
And then you realize very quickly that the real world does not understand you. It does not understand your language. It doesn't understand your doctor speak. It doesn't understand why you're showing up on social media. So cold and, you know, rhyming off studies and stats and things like that. The real world doesn't get that. And I remember going through that journey myself. When I graduated, I thought it was the naturopathic way or no way. Like I was totally, um, you know, on that one side. There was no spectrum for me. It was just black or white. It was either all natural, all natural cures everything, all natural does all the things, all natural is magic. And that was what I was trying to literally like spew on people and try to convince them that my way was the right way. And I did that for probably the first couple of years. And every time I got resistance, it was such a struggle for me to understand where that resistance was coming from. Because I was speaking in the doctor language I was taught. I was being very like, you know, here's the research. Here's what I witnessed. Here's how it is. This is this is just the way that it should be. You know, naturopathic medicine cures everything. And I, I just found that I could see people's eyes just glaze over. And it was a struggle trying to get new people in and trying to convince them. That's how I felt I needed to do was convince them to work with me. It wasn't until I came to the realization that I really needed to, as I said earlier, break down the person that school had made me become break down the idea of what I thought real life was going to look like, break down this anger that I had of why do I need to learn more? Why is this part of my journey harder than what it was like in school? Why is it not over? Why why can't I get off this roller coaster? What is going on here? I had to break out of this box that I put myself into, that I put my ideals of what being a licensed practitioner look like, and I had to completely break them down. And I had to go back to that fourth grade level and start speaking to the people that I wanted to help, the people that I wanted to serve from their perspective. And that was a huge shift. That was a huge shift in my ego That was a huge shift in my mindset. That was a huge shift in how I was perceiving my world that I had literally been like whipped into shape to be and perform. And if you don't stay this way, then you are a bad practitioner and you're going to get flagged and blah, blah, blah. All of these fears were coming to the surface. And I kind of had to let that all go and understand that the whole idea of meeting someone where they are at is really the place that I needed to come from. It wasn't from, I know everything. It wasn't from creating a treatment plan that was 10 steps long, just because this was the the way that it was in the textbook, or this is the way that we learned it. It was really taking multiple, multiple, multiple steps back and recognizing that I have to come to their level. I have to speak at their level. I have to speak at their language. I have to speak and communicate in a way that they understand. And that is how I'm going to start making these connections. That is how I am now going to be heard on social media, on my emails. I had to really rehumanize myself 
not become this robotic doctor who can't share personal stories, who can't show emotion in um, their visits, who can't show emotion on social media, who can't share their personal life. That was how we were trained and break that all down and say, look, if I really want to make an impact with people, if I really want to come to terms with how misled I have been this entire time, let that all go and move forward in a way that I know connects, that repeatedly, as I put it out there, I see that connection happening, then that was the place that I needed to start coming from. It's a different heart-centered approach where now, as I, I said earlier, you're just kind of humanizing yourself a little bit more. And you're putting that human nature of you and your journey and what you love and what your hobbies are and what your life is like and the experiences that you've had and the case studies that you've had. And you want to put that out there to the world because that is where the connection is going to be. And I can assure you that you have most likely witnessed this with an email or a post or something you've put out there where you let go of that sort of white coat, stoic, robotic practitioner and became yourself and put yourself out there and you did it with a different energy and intention. And that's where the comments started to flow. That's where the responses started to happen. That's where people started to DM you or message you or reply to your emails. And you have all experienced that. You have experienced that at least once in your career. And yet we fight against it. We say, oh, that was cool. And then we pick at, okay, so I did this topic on digestion and I told people about my personal story with IBS and so many people responded, but you know what? I'm not going to lean into that. I'm going to lean into thyroid this week or next week. I'm going to talk about inflammation and I encourage you to stay in that place where people are already starting to connect you and lean into it further and lean into it more and lean into that and talk about it from a different angle. This is how the successful practitioners start to niche themselves, start to become known for something is because they listen to what their audience actually wants from them. And they just keep repeating it from different angles, taking on different stances, talking about different case studies around the same topic, and they stop being so scattered. So I've caught myself doing this as well, where we've created a social media calendar and we're like, okay, Monday is going to be digestion. Tuesday is going to be thyroid. Friday is going to be hormones. Um, Thursday is going to be alive, blah, blah, blah. And that schedule doesn't work. And the more I am putting information out there, putting it through the Facebook ad strategy that we have, which is literally like $2 a day, I'm allowing Facebook to show me what topics people are loving. Right now, they love talking about physical exams. That has been the winner all week. So I did a reel on it, and I did a reel about the difference between medical or conventional physical exams and my physical exams that we do our wellness checks. And I had a 1,000 views on that reel within the first hour. Um, this one video that I made in my office, totally looking like I do right now, which is not great. Um, and I just did it. I just created some B roll of just like little video snippets in my office. Um, and it looks so bad. Like the quality is so bad and it is single handedly the best performing Facebook ad I have ever put out. There is right now 240 likes. There is, I think something like 60 comments 
And even though I made it two years ago and just reignited it now, people are starting to you know, message me, how can I do this? How do I book in? And it's only been up for about a week. So letting the people tell you what they want to hear more about will help you when it comes to the overwhelm of what to talk about. And we struggle with this idea of repetition, that we don't want to repeat ourselves, that people are going to get bored of us saying the same thing, that um, you know, you're going to get bored of talking about the same thing. But this is where the mastery comes in. If you can think of anybody that you follow, anybody that you've purchased a course from, anybody that you are on their email list, those people are talking about the exact same topic, just coming at it from multiple angles. And those are the people that are winning. Those are the people that are crushing it. Those are the people that have the lifestyle that they want to, that are making the revenue that they want to, that are getting the following that they want to. And asterisks to this, note that I didn't say it was a million dollars, that I didn't say it was hundreds of thousands of people. It's what they want because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about this seven-figure dream or this lavish lifestyle because that isn't what drives everyone. It's the business you want to create and how hard you want to work, how many hours you want to show up and how many people you want to impact. It's all on you. There are no metrics that I'm going to put out there because I hate that conversation. Anyways, these people that are repeating the same message are the ones that are winning. These people that are leaning into what their audience wants, that are attracting this audience of people who love what they're saying, who love the human nature that you are now portraying yourself with, these people are the ones that are winning. These people have given up this bubble, this feeling of feeling misled by whatever their education was. And these are the people that are leaning into this humanized version of themselves that goes against the grain of the entire profession but it's actually what is serving people and getting people to work with them and raise their hand and lean into what it is that they're serving or that they are offering. And this is when you start developing your methodology. This is when you start developing your exact group of people that you want to work with. This is when you start repelling the people you don't want to work with. But you have to really listen and you have to lean in and you have to be yourself and you have to Put yourself out there in a more emotional way than we were ever taught in school. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I would love to hear your experiences. I would love to hear that one time or maybe multiple times where you've put something out, you put it out with the right intention, you put it out there with pure love, you put it out there with pure transparency, and you got the response that you were looking for. I'd love to hear those instances because they've happened to you already. I know that they have. I know that they've happened to me. And then we ignore it. We veer off course. We do all these other things. And this is why we wonder why social media is such a struggle, why it is so difficult to come up with content, why it is so hard to figure out what our voice is and who it is that we want to attract. In the Maximize Practitioner program, that's all we focus on. Pillar one is all about foundational experience. Foundational experience, meaning doing all of the things, testing all of the things, figuring out what type of practitioner you want to be and figuring out who you want to be attracting. 
and then you start niching and then you start branding and then you start doing all these things because too often people jump ahead. They pick the color scheme. They pick the fonts. They pick the, um, the website design and all of these things. They pick their niche just arbitrarily out of a hat or because they just feel like it would be a good one. And it's not actually what their people want because each of you is putting out your own energy. You're putting out your own influence and you don't know necessarily who you want to attract. You may have an idea at this point in your career who you like to work with, but you still want to like work with all of the people and that's still okay. And even with our gap protocol, so that's our methodology, we are always pitching it. We are always telling people what it's about. We don't force people to do it but we're now getting known for it. We're now getting known for those three pillars, gut, adrenal, thyroid. It's what we keep talking about. It's the methodology is what we keep talking about. That became our brand. That became our niche. We didn't niche down to a demographic. We didn't niche down to a particular health concern. That just wasn't something that was in alignment with me. The gap protocol is a little bit more inclusive, but that's not for everybody. One of my team members wants to do autoimmune and pain. And I told her the same thing I'm telling you. Lean heavily into that. That's the only thing you should be talking about. If you want to talk about zinc status and zinc deficiency, relate it back to autoimmune and inflammation. If you want to talk about um, sleep, relate it back to autoimmune and inflammation. You can talk about external topics, but you always have to lean it back to that one main point, that one main, um, what my mentor calls a North Star and what's driving you and what's driving your business. So I hope that this conversation brings you a little bit more clarity, br- brings you into a place where you need to maybe rethink how you're showing up to social media, to your emails, to your people, where the struggle is happening, where that resistance is happening. And this wasn't to be a what to do style um, conversation. It was more to be something for you to sit with and think on and reapproach perhaps how you are engaging in your business. And I get it. Like the misled practitioner is a real thing. And it does require you to number one, acknowledge that. Number two, get at peace with that. Let go of the anger and the hurt that comes with that. And literally start to break yourself down so you can build yourself up. And it's that building yourself up part of the journey that is going to be the place where you will transform into the person you want it to be. You will connect with people so they will heal in a much more profound way and you will start attracting more and more of those people that you want to. So please, please, please let me know your thoughts on this. Reach out to me on Instagram at andreamaximand. Um, Book a call with me. The uh, link is on my website, maximizebusiness.ca. I just want to hear from you and I want to hear how, how you're feeling with this, how this is sitting with you. and. If you start leaning into this new way of being, how that transformation is for you and your business. So in the meantime, while you are letting this simmer, while you are starting to reframe how you are showing up on social media and on your emails and all those things, I want you to go to our website, maximizebusiness.ca, download the Maximize Practitioner Method Handbook, which is my 29-page 
um, ebook exactly where your beliefs are coming from, your blockers are coming from, and what you can do to start to overcome those now. And that is beautifully accompanied by our masterclass, our video replay on merging your practice online. And I go into a deeper dive into your messaging and how to show up on social media. So go check out those two resources and I will see you on the next episode. I'm Andrea Maxim, and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Leave a review and drop me a message on Instagram at AndreaMaximND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on MaximizedBusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.